Blog Talk Radio. One more, one more. 
And how, how is she at uh, climbing the beanstalk uh, at 75? Well, she had to put on a different outfit because, you know, they don't usually get... I didn't want to leave them in those... They call them habits, you know, the black and the, and the white. And I needed a better color scheme to go with the sets because black and white just kind of disappears. It's like the lighting man. Hey, I can't do nothing with these nuns unless you put them in more colorful clothes. So, well, we got that straightened out. She's not the only one that has the beard, so we had the shape. <laughs> anyway, wow, what are you up to, wow. Thomas? I haven't talked to you all week. You, you are on a roll of rolls this morning. Uh, well, I had I a, can two, see, two cups of I coffee. I can see it as, as, as the nun. Yes, you are certain. Uh, you have had your medication, I can tell. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you can tell. And, she's, and, of course, you, as the nun is climbing... Yeah, the climbing the uh, the beanstalk, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Wow, well. Hey, baby, watch out for that giant. Fee fi fo fum. Well, you know, why don't we get in the mood? From? And uh, you know, you, I I can only imagine that when you guys have cast parties, that uh, everybody heads down to. Uh, oh, you've all got your tux tuxes on. I mean, it's opera. Oh, of course. And uh, I love the bit about the Aida. I lead the orchestra. I usually wear the tails, you know. Yeah, well, let's head down to uh, Tuxedo Junction. What do you think? Oh, that's where I got my tuxedo. <laughs> okay, here we go. Junction called Tuxedo, that's where I belong. 
ready for a beautiful walk with Betty. Let's see what happens. Oh, Betty, what a... I'm so happy you decided to come for a walk today. It's yeah, <laughs> I thought you really needed it. Oh, I needed this, Betty. I've been, you know, way, way too much stress lately over... You know, it's inspection time at the garage, and, when you know, boss has been taking in a lot of spoons, and, you know, again, I've been working a lot on Victor, and you just, you know, just, so, just a simple walk. Yeah, everybody needs a day just to take a nice walk and relax. And it, the sky is beautiful. The yeah, it's such a beautiful day, Bucky. Yeah, you know, boy, have you, I love... I love the botanical gardens. Every time we walk by here, I love that, you know, that big statue of of the giant. I mean, that's just really magnificent, you know, the fact that we have a, a, an actual statue of the giant, you know. from and, You did a good job on that. Oh, uh, he's beautiful. And then Jack is, you know, really, that's, you know, he's standing there with the axe right oh, by the beanstalk. Oh, he's so muscular, so handsome. Yeah, well, that was Jack, you know. He was the one who chopped down the beanstalk and to save the town from the giant. And, and now we're all, everybody knows in Beantown that we're all descended from that, that one beanstalk, which came from the beans that Jack sold, for, you know, for the cow, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of history just by looking at him I right know, now. It's, it's really Beantown nice. has a lot of history. Boy, this is great, Betty. I'm just, again, it's so relaxing. I know. Every, I'm just so glad that, you know, we're just taking a nice, easy, lazy, lazy, lazy You mind if I stop in the... The library? Sure, go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be right I'll, back. Okay, I'll just wait out here and get some sun. Hey, Bucky, look. What? This is Larry. Wait, the wait. lab. Yeah, it's a, it's a dog. Yeah. Isn't this great? He's so handsome. Libraries have books, Betty. Libraries have books, not dogs. Look, you give me love. Since when can you take a dog out of the lab? Well, it's Loretta. Loretta's dog. Loretta the librarian? Yeah, Larry with a lamp. He's a lab. Look, he's giving me love. He's licking me. Yeah, I see. Larry's licking you with love from Loretta the librarian. Terrific. I love dogs. I know you do, but 
I thought. Hey, I'm going to go into the bakery. What are you going to do there? Is this Benny's? Benny the baker? Yep, I'll be right back. All right, I'll wait you. <laughs> hey, look, this is Barney, the boxer. What? Wait a minute, it's another dog, Betty. Yeah, get... I thought that it would be great if Larry met Barney. Uh, well, yeah. They could be like friends. Yeah, well... You'd... You wouldn't want to just walk one dog, right? Well, I was happy oh, just Oh, Barney, walking... stop smelling Larry's butt. Oh, boy. This is so... Can you pull him apart? All right. Bucky? I got him, I got him. I'm pulling him apart. Got... Oh, you Barney's didn't... got a great blue collar, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, this it's is terrific. full of bling. Okay, great. Sure. Okay, I thought it was a simple walk, but now we got two dogs. Hey, what are you doing now? We're at Sylvia's... Oh, here, here's Sabrina. Oh. Wait a minute. The husky from Sylvia's Salon. You, you, went, in, you went into Sylvia's oh, Salon to get a, a, a saliva. a lot of saliva. Oh, boy. Hey, that's just three dogs. saliva's getting on Barney while Barney's sniffing Larry's butt again. Oh, I know. What happened to a simple day with oh, the Oh, Larry's taking a big load. Oh, my goodness. Get over it, Liz. Larry does a little... Daddy, got, if you got a bag, there. I'm going to have to pick that up. We can't leave that there. You know, if Officer Lima sees that. Well, run in the hardware store. All right, just don't come back. Yeah, Hank's hardware. Just get a bag, Betty. Just don't, don't come back with any dogs, all this right? This is Henry. He's Irish. Oh, another Irish dog, hound. Betty. He's really hairy. H- Harry, Harry, <laughs> Henry, the Irish hound, the hairy Irish hound from Harvey's. And Hank's hardware. Okay, Betty. That's five. How many dogs have we got now? Four? We have four. Four dogs, Whoa. Betty. Oh, was... Barney, stop that. Oh, boy. There oh, they go. no. Get off of there. Get off of there. Okay, look. All right. Now, now Betty. I have to go into... I have to go into Kathy's. Kathy's, Kathy's place. We're at the Coco Cafe? Yep. But for what? what are you we have do? to pick up Candace, the collie. Oh, my God. Daddy, really? What's oh, the, they're all... Oh. One, two, three, four, five Thank dogs. Thank you, Kathy. Hey, look, five they all dogs. love each other. Oh, five. Larry, stop doing that. Okay, I, uh, Candace, oh, uh, Larry. Are you, you hungry? Know, this is Larry's got a limp, but he sure gets round. Yeah, I see that. Okay, this is, listen, this I, is Daniel, the Cocker Spaniel. Where, where'd you get Daniel, the Cocker Spaniel? I mean, he's just... I know, he's just the, walking around, just Hey, listen, I'm getting a little hungry. You want to go in the Sandy Sandwich shop? You know, I'll, I'll hold the dogs. You hold get... the dogs while I run in and get a sandwich okay, for us. Okay, okay, thank you. That'd be great. I'm a little break from all these. I, why didn't she didn't tell me about the dogs? Okay. Hey, look, this is Sally. Meet Sally. Well, Sally, Sally from, sh- sh- from Sandy Sandy Shih Tzu. Sally from Shih Tzu. Oh, my. Betty, how many is that now? One, two, three, four, five. We got Sally's six so dogs. Small. Six dogs in this. Oh no, Larry! Leave Sally alone. Yeah, I can see that, boy. Let me pull them apart can you, here. Oh look, Sabrina's smelling Sally's right hey, now. Wow! Oh really, my gosh! Now we get the There's candles. a lot of beans pointing at you, Bucky. I know, I just, and I'm not the one responsible. Can you try to make him be quiet? I'm working on it, Betty. I'm working on it. Larry I know. Wants Larry wants Barney. I can and see that. And everyone's Sabrina. I can only got two oh hands here. Oh, my God, they're getting tangled up into each uh, other. Hey, look, we're, we're right by Watch Do- out. We're right by Dr. Dan's dentist. Yeah, yeah, I have to pick up Daisy. Who is? What do you mean, Daisy? Daisy the dash hound. Daisy the dash hound? Dr. Dan has a dash hound? Yeah, he, he, when he found out I was going to uh, pick up Sabrina, he asked me to pick up...
The Foxhound. Strips? The Foxhound? Where'd you get strips? The From Florence's shop. From Flower Shop. Oh, Betty, you know, but I, when is this going to end? When it, I just, it's going crazy. I mean, you know, Oh, no, you're getting oh, tangled. Oh, oh, tangled no, Betty. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, your butt oh, just you know, went right into the dog. Oh, you're not going to ride it. Well, boys and girls, that was far from a beautiful walk, wasn't it? Poor Bucky, all those dogs, and Betty's business. I think she bit off more than she can chew. Stay tuned. Yeah, I think a Bucky, uh, like, uh, stepped in it the other day. It was just uh, it was too much. And Betty sometimes uh, she makes the bucky crazy. <laughs> but I love them both, you know. Oh, screws her. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I gotta stick out of the Ah, that's our motto. That's, That's it. Use your the feet and trust your heart. Build your character. Hey, listen, we have to tell. We, uh, at least we're on it by uh, almost 20 minutes into the show today. That our call-in mm-hmm. number is 347-996-3903. For all of you listeners, thousands of you, don't be afraid. Pick up the phone, you know, and wherever you are, because you can listen to us. That's right. You can listen to us wherever you are, and you can also listen to the shows later on um, <clears throat> iTunes or our archives at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Pals. And also our website, www.beantownpals.com. They're all there. And, you know, we have, to, we have our only sponsor in Beantown, USA, who graciously helps us out so much, is uh, the Albrecht Auto Group. So let's uh, let's hear something on Hey, this is Bucky from Beantown. Hey, are you in love with your car? Well, you will be if you go to the Albrecht Auto Group. Infinity of Norwood, Marlboro Nissan, Milford Nissan, Marlboro Auto Body, and any Wuben Foreign Motors location will bring you to the Albrecht Auto Group. Proud sponsors of Beantown Pals. And when you leave the lot, you're sure to be in love with your car. This is Bucky from Beantown. Maybe I'll see you there. There, see hey, that? That's so if nice you hit all those Bucky. spots, if you cars. need a new... They take good care of you at the Albrecht Auto Group. And, of course, let's do a, a Beantown commercial while we're at it and see... Uh, here we, I think this hey, is uh, our weatherman. Lance Lagoon, WBEN weatherman for Cloud9 Candies. In the mood for a heavenly experience? Want to feel like the star you are? Go somewhere over the rainbow? Then you're going to love Cloud9 Candy's newest creation, Uncle Jerry's Gooey Gumdrops. They're gorgeous. Uncle Jerry's Gooey Gumdrops are created right on location on Cloud9. All of the finest ingredients and the slightest touch of sweetness go into every drop. So the next time your sweet tooth is screaming for something special, check out Cloud9 Candy's. Their newest creation is Uncle Jerry's Gorgeous Gooey Gumdrops, also in jumbo size, at your grocer's now. Lance Lagoon for Cloud9 Candy. Hey, let's hear it for Lance. Lance. Yeah, there we go. There goes Lance. 
Our favorite weatherman, Lance Legume. He's got such a voice, that man, Lance Legume. He's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a music. It's like the opera when he talks. And those cloud nine candies. Oh, those cloud so nine good. candies make... are the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you eat the cloud uh, oh, nine candies. Oh, I like the Jerry's go- little... Jerry's, Jerry's gooey gumdrops. You're a fan of those, oh. aren't you? Absolutely. Last week I uh, I broke out with uh, a feeling on one of them. It was so good that I didn't care. <laughs> hey, you know we have uh, we help, supposedly have a great uh, guest coming up, and I think it's uh, appropriate to play. Well, I may save it. I may save it for uh, when he's actually on the air. Why don't we? Uh, it's also a good day for uh, for flying a kite. What do you think? Oh, I'd love to fly the kites today, sure. Well, here, let's find out about a little boy who flew a kite and got into big trouble here. I took my little brother Henry to go and fly a kite. As I was letting out the string, Henry held on tight. Then suddenly it happened. I won't forget that day, a great big burst of wind took Henry away. Hang on, Henry, hang on tight. My little brother Henry went flying on a tide. I told him not to worry, I'd somehow get him down. But Henry didn't mind it flying up above the town. The view up here's fantastic, Henry called me. The people look like insects and the trees like broccoli. Hang on, Henry, hang on tight. My little brother Henry went flying on a tide. People on the ground below could not believe their eyes to see a boy on a kite up there in the friendly skies. It's a bird, said Mrs. Birdbrain. It's a plane, said Mr. Prop. I said, it's my brother Henry. Do you think he's gonna drop?
Stanford, Connecticut, our great friend, Coco Bean, Luke Rodney. Hey, Luke. Thank you very much. How you Thank doing, you. man? <laughs> good to hear from you hey, again. Luke. How are you? We're fantastic. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Mm. And you're coming in loud and clear today, so we've got a great connection with Bradford, Connecticut. Beautiful. Yes, yes. Mm. And, you know, why don't we do it? Because you always talk about celebrating life. Why don't we just let you do it musically right now? Is hey, that before, okay? Let me, uh, can I stop you too for a minute? You know, I got to sure, get back to the rehearsal today. And I, Where are you going? Go. You're leaving us? Hello. I got I to gotta go. I told you I have to go to, to back to rehearsal. Oh, well, we're going to miss you. This caster won't be here for like all day if I don't start rounding them up right well, now. Well, thank you. So thank you, Luke. And I mean, uh, oh, yeah. Enzo. So sorry. Enzo, Enzo Cannellini, leaving the building. Enzo has left the building. Enzo has left the building. Thank you, Enzo. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. Ciao. <laughs> so why don't we, uh, you know, because you you talk about uh, celebrating life all the time. So beautifully. Is it okay yeah. if we? I love this song. I, can we play your song? Certainly, you could. Okay, here we go. Okay, then we can talk about it in a second. Here we go.
in but, life, and, and, and then the other things, the other part of things that is not what you, you, you want, but you're getting what you need to start with. <laughs> and at the same time, if you get what you want, you, you put that as what we call a little gravy on the rice. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> and you know, you also mentioned, I love the lyrics to it, and you're right. It, really, I'm one of these people, too, that celebrates life because I'm just fortunate to be alive. I had a, right. you know, I just started realizing, you know, I had cancer at 13, and I didn't just have cancer, I had a terminal cancer because only 5% survived. And, really um, right. you know, with, with a curse comes a blessing. And yes. I always talk about um, to cancer survivor groups and tell them that cancer is a curse but also a blessing because it wakes you up, it makes you realize right. just what you're saying. Yes. That's right. I got the gift of life again. There and you go. You, and you start with an awareness that we only have a short time, and we should celebrate it every day what we can. It's not always perfect. Exactly. But even the non-perfect times, it's like a movie, isn't it? Uh, Luke, right. That's how I look at it. That movie can be scary, and it can be fun, and, and, uh, and sometimes it can be sad. But it's all this great movie that you can jump into and experience. It makes up the part of life. It makes up that whole package called life. If we don't have, we don't, I say like, um, we, we have aloe, we have honey. How do you know the difference between them both? And you realize that you have to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So if you don't taste aloe, you don't taste honey, you don't you wouldn't know what is sweet, you wouldn't know what is bitter. <laughs> Luke, when are you going to write the book? <laughs> <laughs> this is too good. That's why it's always great to have you on the show because all of these great great lessons and great uh, sayings. I mean the, the book should be uh, the life, life according to. Uh, I've got the title for you, Luke. Life according to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Why don't we? Why don't we do? I love. This is a very appropriate song, and I heard the uh, the two tracks of this. One in which you got to lay down the tracks of just these kids having this great time at this time of year, and. Um, it's coming up. So I heard just the background to it, but then I actually heard the song, which came from. And we'll talk about how he recorded in a second, but let's let's go to uh, Cannonball. What do you think? Okay. Here we go. Hello, everybody. How are you today? Mighty fine, hey, thank you. Gladly, I must say. Digging off my jammies before I brush my teeth Then I will take a shower and get something to eat Mom is in the kitchen talking to my dad Happily conversing about my report card Kids are coming over today at half past two Sharing cake and ice cream so I'm inviting you See you at the bus stop or at recess time 
If you do not bring lunch, you can share in mine. Got to get there early, the bus is coming soon. Going on a field trip, we are heading to the moon. Da, da, da. Doing homework, now it's time to play Back to where we left off with games of yesterday We played a little red light and double dutch we skipped And if I touch you like this, remember you are Dad in the kitchen, 
right? Right. They're talking about, they're discussing my report card. I'm doing well <laughs> in school. I'm doing, right? So I'm putting an element there for a child to like what's going on in school. You're right. looking for your friends. You buy the bus stop. If you don't have lunch, you go share in somebody else's lunch. You share in mine, right? Buses coming, so mm-hmm. you're thinking about a field trip. Where are we going, right? You're putting, you're putting all these elements in there to 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 put a what we call a happy medium between the child yes. and the parent, mm-hmm. so that when they're viewing school, wow, yeah. Right, so they're getting up in the morning now. They're looking forward to getting ready to go to school because that is a place now where the 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 the, the mind will be focused on the in the the, the, the positive of learning. Yes. A happiness, yes. a happy medium to learn. Yes. Right. Well, you they're know, and the, throughout this song, you keep talking about games and play, and one right. of the things that's come come out since we've started the show is. We're talking more and more about the need for play because a lot of schools are taking that away because they feel that they have to teach uh, a certain curriculum, and it, they don't realize that by getting kids moving and playing games, they'll be their ability to learn will will enhance. Exactly, because if you don't make learning fun, according right. to some of the principles that I understood in life, is that. If you have something that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. you must take that energy of passion to pursue what you're doing with happiness. Exactly. You know, right? we just had a we just had a beautiful program this week with uh, author Tony Abbott, who wrote uh, Secrets of Dr- Drone and the Copernicus Legacy and Fire Girl and a bunch of other. He sold over 12 million books, and he went to the University of Connecticut and came out and thought that, you know, he had to do what everybody else did. And he uh, was reading a book um, one night to his children, and it just ignited this spark where he said, this is my passion, this is what I, I want to do. And he followed his passion. And as a result, he sold over 12 million books, wrote over 100 books, and he's had a, a fantastic effect. Think about reaching that many people with your work. And because right. he followed his passion, he made it Here fun. Might be the same know? thing I tell my kids. I said, I don't care what it is you like. Find anything that you really love and you care about deeply and anything you could find about it, things you have to question about it, things you have to learn about it, and you Follow that. Pursue it. Do whatever you have to do with it. And whatever you do, make sure you do it good. I tell them, I said, the wind is blue. You never know who listens to your song, meaning your spoken <laughs> word. Right? So if you're passionate exactly. and how about long something, and I tell them about something called the ask principle, as the A-S-K meaning ask, seek, and knock. Ah, I love it. I love it. Love it. Ask, seek, and knock. That's fantastic. Right? And tell us what, th- what that means and what that happens ask, when you do seek, that. Ask, seek, and knock. 
meaning you're questioning what you want to do. Do not be afraid to question authority. Nice. You seek exactly what you would like to do. Seek the ways of knowledge. You seek the ways of wisdom. Weigh out pros and cons as to what is the truth and what is not truth in your seeking. Yes. And you're knocking. You're looking at. You're knocking at the doors of opportunity. What you call you're pounding the pavement. You're going right, about exactly. knocking on doors, speaking to different people, find out what avenues are open and what are the possibilities. These are all within <laughs> the principles of the knocking. <laughs> you know, when I was in sales for years and it was not easy, but the only way you could make a sale is if you knocked on the door. Exactly. You know, and for years I had uh, written, uh, one day I got this idea to write ASK and put it on thing because it never, uh, there was <clears throat> Tip O'Neill, who was Speaker of the House, there was a great story about him in Boston. He was campaigning, and he was on the sidewalk, and uh, the crowd cleared away, and a, a little little lady came up to him and uh, said to him, uh, you know, uh, Tip, I'm going to vote for you this year. And he said, well, I thank you very much. She says, but, you know, I'm, I'm angry with you. And he said, I don't understand. Well, if you're going to vote for me, well, how can you be angry with me at the same time? She said, well, she says, in all the years that you've campaigned, she says, you've always asked people for your vote. And obviously you got it because you became extremely successful and was Speaker of the House, but you've never asked me. And you see, not only people think that when they ask that they're um, offending somebody or uh, going to make them uncomfortable, but in many times people are honored that you ask. You know and if you don't thing? ask... You know what's the key thing in this? I also tell my children? Mm-hmm. are doing something and you need help. Yes. Always ask for it. Yes. Yes, yes, exactly. I tell him, I said, if the teacher is saying something, do not join with the rest of class if the teacher says, do you understand? If the whole class say yes and you don't understand, you say no. <laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> you tell the teacher, whoever it is in front of the class, I don't get it. I can't understand it. It's still I still don't understand what it means. I still don't I can't figure it out. It's above my head. Could you say it a different way? Could you break it on a different form? So yes. I give them and this is simple things that we call tools of survival and tools of life. Absolutely. You know, and uh well, here let's let's jump to um, you know this this thing and, and let, let's talk. I, I don't know if this song actually concentrates on a lot of what we're saying, but it's certainly a great song of yours, the Lily Pad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go. I lost my pad and I don't know where to find it. Lily Pad, Lily Pad, where are you? 
downstream and I did not see it. Lilypad, Lilypad, where are you? Another 
segment of my ask principle, right? So, like, you you go, you write in an exam. You write the exam, you fail the exam. You have to go back now, back to the A, as he asks questioning. Why did I fail? What did I do wrong? What did I not finish? What did I not quite understand about this? Exactly. You know, my best, my the, the times when I advanced the best in my life was when I had a failure. I learned more go. from every time that I failed than mm-hmm. I ever did from success. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, success is great and it feels good and you know, it clicks, but it doesn't make you think and analyze the way it happens when you fail and you have to say, ah, I need more work. Critical thinking. <laughs> Critical analysis. Yeah, you know, I think there's so many people talk about some of the negatives, like, but there's this great um, YouTube video I have sponsored by Unilever, and uh, it it's just wonderful. Uh, let's listen to it for a second and see what some of the attitude that kids have about making the world a better place and how they see past the obstacles and get ahead. Here it comes. There it is. It's playing, but here we go. If I find a problem, I'm going to find a way over the problem. A lot of people don't know that there's hunger in the United States. They don't know it's in their home neighborhood, trying to help those who need it. When we wash our hands, the half of the water gets wasted. So I made this invention. I thought about this problem. I feel a little sad because it's not really nice having all this rubbish in the ocean. There's paper, there's bottles. If I could make an invention that could take out all the rubbish in the ocean and make a giant soup. It's called my daily idea book and it's coming from my heart and my head. This is where I make my inventions. It's just the prototypes, but someday we actually are gonna make them into real inventions. I'm making a robot. It's gonna have a dustbin next to it with some rubbish. My ideal world is where there's no littering, no pollution. If I would be the Prime Minister of India, in one house there should be one tap and water should come from that tap. Stop our world hunger. If you give food to somebody, you can really show them that they're loved. There needs to be a change. Definitely possible. If you just try, yeah. There it is, oh. right from the kid's mouth. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Already they see that, that, you know, that's yeah. part of the fun of life, isn't it, Luke? The obstacles. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> when, uh, because I, when uh, Tony Abbott talked the other day about writing, you know, we talked about how it, he has to get up every single day and practice his writing. If he doesn't do it every single day, he loses, just like a great musician has to practice every single day. Right. I love this three Ps, practice, perse- patience, and perseverance. Perseverance. Wonderful. If every, every every child is listening now, and if there's any callers out there, let me get do this again. Our call-in number is uh, 
347-996-3903. You can talk to Luke or me. But um, that's something. Write those three Ps down, kids, because that, that's, uh, it's, if you do that, you're going to follow your passion and get to your dreams. Right. And the grand you know, P it, of the whole thing, it ends up ahead. to be a profit. <laughs> so when you practice those three, you become a profit? You become the profit as the profit and something for your benefit. Yes, exactly. So practice, patience, patience and perseverance. perseverance equals profit. There we go. <laughs> but as I say, Luke, when is the book coming out? <laughs> you should... You should do the, follow your own advice and do those three P's. We'll all read. The, we'll all have that book of Luke's sayings, and, and uh, it'll be just, just fabulous for everybody. I, I learn so much every time that you come on the show. Uh, you know, I, I played um, something, found something the other day that was so much fun, and all of your music has fun. And I think that comes from this great attitude that people on the islands have, um, you know, that they – you know, I always think about when I travel to the islands and you have all of these planes coming to the islands and boats and all these people from uh, America where we are, a wealthy, wealthy country, and uh, people get maybe a week off, two weeks at most, most people, and then they um, get on a boat so they can celebrate life on an island. And I always wonder what it looks like to the islanders, you know, to, because these people have, have a lot of things. And um, so they come there, and uh, all they get to do is experience for two weeks uh, or a week what the islanders experience all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so who is the rich one? <laughs> <laughs> Something that I read some years and years, so many years ago, probably about uh, maybe about twenty, about twenty-five years ago or so. Uh, 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 there's this guy. He has a little fishing boat, and he goes out to the ocean, catches one fish, brings it in, feed himself, feed the family, and he lays in a hammock, relax himself, and then he goes to the garden. He plants some things in the garden, and. He relaxes himself. Some other person came from a so-called developed country and, 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 and was observing him and said, well, how come you only bring one fish? He said, well, all I need is one fish. I could eat one fish. My children could eat. My wife could eat. And um, we are quite happy and content with it. And the other guy said, well, no, what you're supposed to do is to get a bigger boat with a bigger net, and you go out and you catch more fish, and then you bring all that fish in, and you can sell it to all the different people. The guy said, well, I, I can't sell it to all the different people because almost everybody knows to fish. Everybody has a little boat. He said, no, well, then you could sell it elsewhere. So the, the, the guy said, okay, well, if that's what you want, um, I could, I could, you could bring the bigger boat for me, but what does it profit after a while? He said, well, you will get so rich that you could retire. And, and, and go back, <laughs> you could retire, and then you could go back and get a smaller boat then, and get one fish and continue your family. And the guy looked at him and he said, um, yeah, but 
after I take all the fish and nobody buys the fish, what happens? <laughs> and the guy scratches his and looks at him. And then the guy who had this little boat now, you see now you understand why I take one fish at a time? Because <laughs> I want to retire just as happy as I am right now. <laughs> That's right. I love that story. I heard it myself. He says, I'm already there, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> you want me to go through all this work to get where I already am. And I, already am. And I look at these, um, the people on the island, I think that the, uh, the rich people from the rich countries look down on a lot of them and say, oh, they have nothing. They have. Well, guess what? You just got on a plane and spent a ton of money and mm-hmm. time and effort to get where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're on the same beaches that you are, mm-hmm. <laughs> enjoying the same sunshine and the same air, and uh, maybe even more because they get to dance at night and celebrate, and uh, they have their families. Mm-hmm. And you're spending 80 hours a week chasing enough money so you can come to the island for two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I found, uh, I want to get your, I, I don't know if you've, have you ever heard Harry Belafonte on yes. um, The Muppet Show? Have you seen the I one where he goes the Muppet on The Muppet Show? Oh, by the way, no, um, I have to tell you, too, that I grew up most of my life without a television, eh? So <laughs> Yes, you told us that, yes. Exactly. And, um, you know, and, and didn't even miss it when most of the time. No. no I didn't exactly. miss the television. And we had that beautiful uh, program a couple of weeks ago when you talked about the veranda and all the things. That was your television. Yeah. That that that, that veranda. Uh, you know, I, I can we play the? Did we play the Harry Belafonte song the last time? No. I don't think. Can we do that? Have a little fun. This yeah. thing is so yeah. brilliant in terms not only of the music, but the richness of the the comedy. Uh, Harry Belafonte on the, the Muppet Show singing Dale. 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 come and we want go home. Thank you very much, but, but I'm not finished with the song yet. Oh, yeah, but boy, that was terrific. I, I bet you must have sang that song a bunch of times on TV, huh? No, no, as a matter of fact, this is the very first time. This here on the Muppet Show is the very first time you sang this? The very first time. That's right, oh. it's very special to me. You better dance, and to us, too. Okay, I'll tell you what, we're going to do it up really perfect. Hey, pig, pig, come on in. This is your pig chorus. Okay, and, uh, and I'll take care of everything else. Don't worry, this is going to be great. Are you sure? Trust me. <laughs> Work all night and I drink our rum. Be like, come and we want to go home. Stack banana till the morning come. Daylight come and we want to go home. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Daylight come and we want to go home. Come, excuse me. I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, what is a tally man? What is what? A, a, a tally man. You're saying tally man. What's that?
Tally Man is the guy who, who counts the bananas as they go into the hold of the ship. And without him, there's just, just no work. He's a very important man. Ah! Could I be a Tally Man? Sure. Oh, yeah? Oh, terrific. Okay, here we am, the Tally Man or the Tally Bear. Ah! Okay, uh, we got the Tally Bear, and now we got the boat, the chorus with the pigs and the parrot. Ah, uh, okay, keep singing. This is gonna be great. Are you sure we have everything? Sure. How about the bananas? The what? Good thinking. Uh, got just a man. Bora, guys. Come here, come here. You got a job. Uh, get bananas for this song. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. This is just going to be great. He's going to get the bananas? He's going to get the bananas, and the song's going to be wonderful now. Are you sure? Trust me. That's what you said the last time. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me bananas. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
mel of cultural blend of music well, that you do all the time. Everything. Yeah, everything that, that, that you do. Oh, let's get, we forgot to uh, give your website. Why don't you do that right now? Right. So the website, you can go to LukeRodneyBand.com. That's L-U-K-E-R-O-D-N-E-Y-B-A-N-D, as in music.com. And you could also go to the white as in color, eyed as in division, and lizard as in the critter, white-eyed lizardband.com. So you will see the music and hear some of the music, and you'll be able to, um, from the white-eyed lizard band, you'll be able to see the different um, schedules that is on there, that anything we've seen mark open to the public, you can come and feel um, free and happy to come. Sometimes people come and make a, a request of some type of song, but if we don't know this song, we can find something close enough to um, give it so everybody goes away happy and doing feeling good. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's always a joy to have you here. We, we are blessed not only with your music but your wisdom. And get on that book. Come on, one, one couple of sayings a day, Luke. You know, a little chapter on the on the three P's that become the fourth P, and uh, you know, and so on and so forth. And and you, you know, I love uh, celebrate when you talk about miracles because they do show up, yes. don't they? Yes, they do. Yep. You know, and if you just get up every day and keep going, then you you do reach that part of you that's the bigger part of you. And uh, again, Tony Abbott talked about that on in, on the show that uh, you get help from the other right. side, don't you? There we go. Yeah. There yep. you go. Absolutely. Hey, Luke, thank you so much. And, You're welcome. Um, you'll come back, I hope. Definitely. Thank you very much, <laughs> everybody. Everybody, Luke Rodney from Brantford, Connecticut. Look him up, invite him, listen to his music. Go on, and you have you sell your music on your site, of course. Yes, I have music. I'm um, actually. Um, we are just finishing up. Um, the the, the the other parts of the the um, the uh, instruments we have um, just finished putting down like the Hammond organ um, with the Leslie we had to find this guy somewhere out in um in, in the Fairfield that we found um, he had a Hammond organ with a Leslie inside his house so we took the studio in there set it up and um, did what we need to do record that so um, we're getting ready to mix that down and then we're doing getting ready to finish the um, guy with the horn parts. And um, probably next two weeks we'll have the steel drum guy come in and finish his tracks for the steel drums. And um, we'll be pretty much ready to mix and master and all that stuff and then head it out. And then the book part of it, I have to um, put illustrations together with lyrics. And um, so that book part is going to take shape and form very, very soon. Ah, so you're busy. That's the great. So that'll be, the the first, that'll be the first book. Yes. <laughs> That'll be book one. Yeah, thank Excellent. you very then, much. All right, Luke. Thank you so much. And you know, we're going to tell everybody I love Joni Leeds. I'd like to sign out with uh, Joni doing Bandwagon because we are going to get on the same bandwagon, Luke. Good. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. All right. Take thank care. You. Have a great yeah, thank day. You. One, right, two, you. one, two, three. Get up, get on the bandwagon. Just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon. 